greater than it seems that nature has given the dog to man for his defense and for his pleasure. Of all the animals it is the most faithful, it is the best friend man can have. Greater than. Greater than Voltaire, 1764. Apart from a brief respite in the autumn of 2020, museums and galleries have remained shut for a year. Fortunately, in the digital era, we do not need to travel to places to enjoy exhibitions and admire artworks. Many public establishments have online presences, through which they connect with those who cannot visit in person. Google Arts and Culture assisted these organizations by amalgamating online exhibitions into one place. This allows individuals to take virtual trips to museums and galleries all over the world. Not only this, Google developed some digital displays too, such as possum paintings, which celebrates canine companions in art. As Frederick the Great of Prussia, 1712-86 once said, a dog is a man's best friend. The creatures have appeared in artworks for thousands of years, including on the walls of caves. Since the 19th century, artists depicted dogs as loving, gentle creatures, symbolizing protection, loyalty and faithfulness. Before then, dogs are rarely depicted as faithful or as man's best friend, but as vicious, ravening, or watchful. Oxford English Dictionary, until dogs became pets and companions, they were bred for hunting, tracking and guarding. Nonetheless, Google Arts and Culture has found 10 artworks spanning several centuries that show humans have always loved these furry creatures. Marble Statue of a Pair of Dogs During an excavation of Civita Lavinia, an ancient city near Rome, Italy, archaeologists discovered two similar marble statues of a pair of dogs. Although it is not possible to determine the date of production, the British Museum estimates it between the 1st and 2nd century AD. Gavin Hamilton, 1723-98, a Scottish artist and archaeologist, discovered the dogs where he believed a palace belonging to the Roman Emperor Antoninus Pius, AD 86-161, once stood. Recent discoveries have disproved this theory, but Hamilton sold one of the statues to English antiquary Charles Townley, 1737-1805, under this impression. After Townley's death, his family sold the dogs and other items in his collection to the British Museum, where they remain today. This pair of dogs, thought to be male and female, portray a tender, loving embrace. Compared to other statues found in the vicinity of Civita Lavinia, they represent peace rather than violence. A sphinx with a dog's body and a statue of Greek hero Actaeon attacked by hounds are two examples of typical canine sculptures from the Roman Empire. The man's best friend concept came much later, but this marble statue proves sculptors did not only view the animals as predators trained to hunt but as loving, caring creatures. Portrait of a Noblewoman Lavinia Fontana, 1552-1614 Lavinia Fontana's portrait of an unknown Bolognese noblewoman emphasizes her ability to depict luxurious clothing and jewelry in exquisite detail. Although the sitter is the main subject of this mannerist painting, the eye travels to the small dog in the left-hand corner. Presumably a lap dog, due to its size, the animal has significance in this portrait aside from being the lady's animal companion. During the 16th century, dogs represented marital fidelity. During this era, brides tended to wear red, so the noblewoman's wealth, Clothing and pet are suggestive of a recent marriage. Portrait of a Noblewoman, circa 1580, is not Fontana's only painting to feature a canine friend. During her career, she produced over 100 paintings, including mythology and genre paintings, but mostly portraits of wealthy men and women. Portrait of a Lady with Lapdog, 1595, suggests Small's dogs represented the wealth of the sitter. For hunting and guarding, men needed large, fast dogs whereas a tiny dog had little to contribute to the family other than provide comfort and companionship. Portrait of the Gazzadini family, 1584, depicts a senator sitting at a table with his daughters and son-in-laws. 
On the table sits a dog of similar size and appearance to the dog Fontana painted in other portraits. Portrait of the Maselli family also features the same dog, this time in the arms of the mother. The painter and his pug, William Hogarth, 1697-1764. The painter and his pug is a self-portrait by the English artist William Hogarth. Although not completed until 1745, x-rays reveal the artist began painting during the 1730s. Many alterations took place through the process, including a change of clothes and the addition of books by Shakespeare, 1564-1616, Jonathan Swift, 1667-1745, and John Milton, 1608-74. Critiques suggest these volumes indicate Hogarth's attitudes towards literature, drama and poetry. One of the last things added to the portrait was Trump, Hogarth's pet pug whose features resemble those of its owner. Some suggest Hogarth intended the dog to represent his pugnacious character. The pug, named Trump, was one of many owned by Hogarth during his lifetime. Records state the artist once named a dog pug, but the names of any others are unknown. Pugs frequently appear in Hogarth's paintings, including group portraits of the Fontaine, 1735, and Strode, 1738 families. It is unlikely the pugs belong to either family, instead, Hogarth included it as a trademark, thus earning him the nickname the painter pug. A pug featured in one of the scenes of Hogarth's A Rake's Progress, 1732-34 plus in a portrait of Lord George Graham, 1715-47, a Scottish officer of the Royal Navy. So synonymous was Hogarth with pugs, French sculptor Louis-François Rubiliac, 1702-62 produced a terracotta model of Trump to accompany a statue of the artist. In 2001, Ian Hislop, B.1960, and David Hockney, B.1937, unveiled a statue of Hogarth in Chiswick. Made by Jim Matheson, 1931-2003, the sculpture features the artist in a similar outfit to his portrait with Trump sat at his feet. A young lady holding a pug dog, Francois Boucher, 1703-77. A stark contrast between a young lady holding a pug dog by Francois Boucher with Hogarth's painting is the physical features of the dog. Today, the breed is recognized for its distinctive wrinkly, short-muzzled face and curled tail. Trump's face does not fit this description suggesting that either Hogarth could not draw pugs or the animal was a crossbreed. Alternatively, until the 18th century, when it became popular to own a pug, many people referred to ugly canines as pugs. It is for this lack of beauty that Boucher included a pug in his portrait of a young lady. The little pug dog or Dutch mastiff has quitted London for Padua, I perceive. Every carriage I meet here has a pug in it. So said Welsh author Hester Piazzi, 1741-1821, during a trip to Italy in 1789. Bred as lapdogs, pugs became the most desired companions of wealthy women across Europe. Rococo painter Boucher used the animal to contrast with his sitter's beauty in a young lady holding a pug dog, circa 1740. The lady in question is Boucher's wife Marie-Jean Bizot, 1716-96, dressed in the silks and fashions of 18th-century France. The paleness of skin accentuated with rouge, a beauty spot, and powdered hair was the epitome of beauty, but to emphasize this further, Boucher included her ugly pug as a contrast. At this time, dogs also had sexual connotations in paintings, but critics do not believe this to be the case in this portrait. Nude Woman with a Dog, Gustave Courbet, 1819-77. An example of a dog representing sexual relationships is Nude Woman with a Dog, 1862, by Gustave Courbet. The nude model, Courbet's mistress Leontine Renaud, leans towards the dog as though to give it an affectionate kiss. At the time of its first exhibition, critics describe this painting as highly erotic. The woman's body echoes the works of Titian, 1488-1576, but her face is plain and ordinary. 
Courbet tried to bring the classical nude to the modern day by removing the goddess-like beauty from the image. In Titian's day, a small dog symbolized fidelity, but the model's interaction with the animal breaks this definition. Although the painting does not suggest that she is in love with the dog, the signs of affection erase the innocence from the picture, replacing it with the metaphor of sensual love. Responding to the attention, the dog represents a complicit lover. Still Life with Three Puppies, Paul Gauguin, 1848-1903 Whilst living with experimental painters in Brittany, Paul Gauguin painted Still Life with Three Puppies, 1888. The canvas is divided into three parts, a still life of fruit, a diagonal barrier of wine glasses, and three puppies drinking from a large pan. This artwork marks Gauguin's transition from Impressionism to the experimental style of his contemporaries, such as Emile Bernard, 1868-1941, and Vincent van Gogh, 1853-90. Whilst still-life paintings tend to depict the scene in front of the artist, the inclusion of the wine glasses and puppies suggest Gauguin painted this particular artwork either from his imagination or from several sources. The wine glasses are disproportionate to the scale and perspective of the image, and the puppies appear to be on the table, suggesting they are doll-sized creatures. Gauguin's new style is more evident when looking at the puppies rather than the other elements. He painted them with a blue outline, and their fur appears to be the same texture as the tablecloth. Gauguin declared art is created from nature while dreaming before it. This observation explains the unrealistic qualities of the three animals. Gauguin also drew inspiration from Japanese art, which tended to have a two-dimensional viewpoint. Howling Dog, Paul Clay, 1879-1940 Paul Clay goes a step further with his unrealistic painting of Howling Dog, 1928. Rather than depicting an accurate appearance of a dog, Clay focused on sound. With meandering lines, Clay drew the shape of a dog howling at a moon. The dog's howl is also visualized in the same manner and accentuated by swirling colors. The howl, rather than the dog, is the dominant feature of the painting. Although painting is a visual medium, Clay tried to combine another of the senses. Life is both a visual and oral experience, and Clay is inviting the audience to try to hear his work as well as see it. A painting of a dog is usually static and posed, but in reality, dogs are full of movement and noise. While looking at Howling Dog, people can imagine the baying sound breaking the silence of the night. It is as though the dog is telling the world he is there, that he exists. Children with Taco, Diego Rivera, 1886-1957 Mexican artist Diego Rivera created many murals for the Secretariat of Public Education. Children with Taco, 1932 is a lithograph of one section of a mural, which Rivera wished to save in case of any damage to the original. The print shows a young boy eating a taco while a hairless dog sits patiently waiting for a crumb to fall. This dog, a Zolo Esquintly, receives attention for its hairlessness and wrinkles, and since 2016, it is a cultural heritage and symbol of Mexico City. Both Rivera and his wife, Frida Kahlo, 1907-54, depicted the Zoloitzquintli in their artwork. As well as being popular pets, the history of the breed dates back to the Aztecs. The name Zoloitzquintli comprises Xolol, the Aztec sun god, and Itzquintli, which means both dog and slave. According to Aztec religion, a Zoloitzquintli accompanied the deceased along the path to the afterlife. For this reason, the Aztecs kept dogs as pets, which they then slaughtered and buried with their masters. While their masters lived, Zoloitzkimmels served as guard dogs. Rather than guarding houses against intruders, the dogs protected their owners from evil spirits. The Aztecs also believed Zoloitzkimmels aided healing and often allowed the dogs to sleep in their beds. In some instances, this is true because a dog's warmth can help relieve pain from arthritis and bring comfort to the distressed. There is also evidence of a dog's presence normalizing blood pressure. 
The more obscure health properties of Azoloitzguintli included curing toothache, headaches, asthma, and gastrointestinal problems. Dogs, Hashimoto Kansetsu, 1883-1945 The peonies in a painting by Hashimoto Kansetsu are typical of Nihonga, 20th century Japanese paintings. The dog, on the other hand, is inspired by Western cultures. The artwork belongs to a series called Dogs from Europe, in which the artist combined traditional Japanese art with modern animal themes. In Japanese art, peonies and lions usually featured together, but Hashimoto daringly replaced the wild animals with dogs. In Japan, peonies are known as the king of flowers and represent bravery, fortune and honor. In China, where Hashimoto spent some time each year, the flowers represented wealth and were a favorite of past emperors. Lions symbolize power, protection and strength, but the meaning of dogs is more ambiguous. In Japanese folklore, a raccoon dog is a mischievous creature and a master of disguise. By replacing a lion with a dog, Hashimoto not only introduced elements of the Western world to his artwork but also moved away from long-standing Japanese traditions. Hashimoto fell in love with Europe after a trip in 1921, including a love of European animals. Throughout his career, Hashimoto owned up to 50 dogs, which he studied carefully for his paintings. Many breeds came from Europe, which made his artworks unusual to Japanese spectators. Puppy, Jeff Koons, V. 1955. The final artwork Google Arts and Culture included in their online exhibition is a 40-foot-high West Highland Terrier made from flowers. Jeff Koons produced Puppy, 1992, for the Caldor Public Art Project in 1995, where it stood outside Sydney's Museum of Contemporary Art. Today, the floral sculpture stands guard outside the Guggenheim Museum in Bilbao, Spain, where it fills viewers with awe. Koons intended the public sculpture to instill confidence and security, plus entice and create optimism. Others have derived alternative meanings from the artwork, including references to past and present eras. Koons used a computer to design the giant model, whereas the flowers resemble an 18th-century garden. It is also a combination of high and low-brow culture, topiary and dog breeding being high and greeting card images low. West Highland Terriers are not the usual choice for guard dogs, but they are known for their loving heart and loyalty. They are typically small, making them an ironic choice for a large sculpture, but they are also friendly-looking and comforting. Today, most people identify the artwork as a symbol of love and happiness. As Google Arts and Culture proved, dogs have been part of human culture for centuries. Whether serving as hunters or companions, dogs appear in artworks across the world. Other animals also appear in paintings, but it is typically dogs that sit patiently at the feet of their masters or on the laps of their mistresses, providing protection and love. Admittedly, not everyone is keen on dogs yet. In the United Kingdom, there are over 10.1 million pet dogs, suggesting 24% of the population own one, which is more than any other animal. So, was Frederick the Great of Prussia right when he stated a dog was man's best friend? Perhaps we should ask a dog. Woof. To view the Google Arts and Culture exhibition, click here. Dash. If you would like to support my blog, become a Patreon from pound 5 slash M or buy me a coffee for 3 pounds. Thank you.